kind of dipping into feeling sick. Hence, when I have this wrapped around me tightly. In this episode, I want to talk about getting used to the idea that your success will look and feel different than what you expect it to. Essentially, a big part of this is making sure that you don't tell yourself a too specific story about how your life is supposed to be or how your future is going to go. Because even if you have insane prospecting skills or the ability to project or predict uh, the future or into the future, any story that you tell yourself and ensure yourself to be true, that's going to guide a lot of your behavior. We are extremely story driven. We all operate based on the story that we tell ourselves, what the world is like and what we are like. And you want to be very careful of what kind of a narrative you tell yourself, what kind of cycles you are in, what sort of behavior and thinking you're enforcing. And if the story is faulty or set in stone, that's going to prevent you from accessing the full potential of the here and now. And if you're always only looking at certain openings or certain opportunities, you're going to miss out on a lot of potentially beneficial opportunities. I think creative types have a bit more of a tendency to simulate future potential scenarios and perhaps romanticizing the future, what's going to happen, what might happen, what should happen. But it's not only in regards to our music that we tend to paint those idealized, romanticized views of the future. Of course, you can do this with just about anything in your life, relationships, your job, your friendships. We're capable of telling ourselves all kinds of stories of how it's going to be, how it's going to look like, how it's going to feel like. It's also a glimpse of hope of a better future. I mean, that's at least in part why we write music in the first place. We write so that in this broken world, there would at least be that one piece of art that could make everything right, put things into the right place. And even if you're not doing this in an obsessive, controlling fashion, but rather because what you envisioned is just so beautiful not to exist. Even if that's the case, you're doing a disservice to yourself by holding on to that potential as hard as you can. Because as the famous philosopher Thanos says, reality is often disappointing. So much of this is really about not setting up yourself for failure. This brings us to a very, very important point, which is that when you actually reach your goals and now you can say, yes, I did it. But suddenly you realize that the victory 
didn't really feel the way you expect it to. It looks the same, but it doesn't really feel the same. And it's very easy to be confused in that moment. You worked really hard to create something. It's as perfect as you possibly can make it. But that moment in time didn't really feel as special as you expect it to. This is one of the most important things you have to know about life is that you can't 100% control how you're gonna feel at any given moment. And if you're not prepared for that, then the reality of even extraordinary successes by your own standards, those can feel kind of empty. So you have to learn that success, even when you're doing the things that you absolutely love from the bottom of your heart, and even when you do them well, and even when they're successful, you're still always embedded in reality. And I think that is something that is important for a romanticizing perfectionist artist to understand that there necessarily isn't a moment of glory and fame, but rather a collection of smaller ones. So although I want you to be motivated by those best case scenarios, don't overly romanticize or fall in love with it because at the end of the day, we're all embedded in reality. And if you fall too much in love with those idealized, romanticized scenarios, then you're setting yourself up for situation that will at least in some ways feel disappointing. There's so much in the world that you can't control, that you can't predict. And if business has taught me anything, it's that sure, you want to have a great plan, you want to study, you want to know as much as you possibly can, you want to prepare, but there's nothing that can substitute real world experience. Putting that business plan into action, actually executing on all those great ideas and strategies and plans because reality is the best teacher. It's really gonna show you how things are and there's no better way to be exposed to reality than business, at least in our comfortable, safe Western culture and society. And when I say that you're gonna learn about reality, it's not just the stuff that's out there. It's also the stuff in here. It's very difficult to know yourself if you don't apply yourself. And people are really scared of this and sometimes Perhaps they're scared for a reason because it's not easy to traverse into the deep depths of your soul. But there's also a big part of you that is rather simple and a big part of you that only requires a bit of nudging and a bit of testing. I can't tell you how many times 
I've made a business choice, made a choice to execute on an idea and very, very quickly realized that this isn't really my thing. This isn't something that gets me going, gets me fired up. This isn't actually the type of work that I wish to do in my life. But that stuff you can't really know until you do it. And sometimes it only takes one iteration of that. Do it once. Taste it a bit. You have to taste it for yourself to know what it means to you. And this is one of the key components to knowing yourself. So many people complain about it and they say, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm like. I don't know what I like. I don't know what I should do. And when you actually look at what they do, there's nothing new ever. There's no new stimulus. They don't expose themselves to different sort of influences and different sort of experiences. So you don't want to tell yourself, this is who I am. This is what my future is and should be like. If you haven't even set on the path of figuring out whether that's right. Sometimes you only need to take the first step. Sometimes you have to take almost all of them, but it doesn't matter. You have to test the theory in order to prove whether it's correct. This is a basic principle of science. You can't simply state that my theory is correct. You have to test it numerous times, gather data, and then over time with extensive analyzing, then you can actually start drawing some conclusions of whether that's actually you or not. So please don't set your destiny in stone because you might not know yourself well enough. And even if you do, you still have to be willing to revise what that destiny is because we all change and the world changes and you grow and have new interests and old interests drop out and that's life. And if you don't do this, then there's the danger of realizing that when you're 30, 40 and 50, you're gonna realize that you have the dreams and aspirations of a 10 year old or a 20 year old or 30 year old. And that's not really a catastrophe, but uh, you're certainly making the path more difficult and longer. It's really important to stay connected to the here and now. Who are you right now? And what should you be doing right now? Because unfortunately there's no guarantees about the future. There's good change and then there's bad change. But what is guaranteed is that change is coming. And if you don't accept that fundamental truth about life, it's very difficult for you to move forwards because you're going to be bitter and resentful about existence itself. And then it's very difficult for you to find a path forward. So to summarize, don't fall too much in love with your idea of what your future and your success 
should and will feel like because that narrative determines your focus and your focus guides your behavior. And if your focus is unrealistic or otherwise off, then you're going to miss out on a lot of different types of opportunities that are there for you right now. And you need the right now to be able to move forward in a productive and effective manner. And lastly, never mix up your imagination, your hopes, your perspectives with reality. It will never be the same. If you're lucky, you can make some of those come true. Or even if you're luckier, you can create something that's even better than what you could ever imagine. But understand that it will never be and look like the same. Even if you do everything right, even if you do everything perfectly, reality will always be different. Sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse. But what is guaranteed is that it will be different. Finish.